now, the NYDA had its first annual integrated youth development strategy, um, and the aim of the summit, at least, was for young people across from all walks of life in the country together discuss and reflect on some of the implementation of the youth of youth development programs and the challenges uh, that young people are facing. Um, quite quite a bulk of the criticism that the NYDA has has faced across its existence has been implementation, that money spent on the wrong things, programs are not being implemented. When it's implemented, it's a long, done along political lines, favors are being done for caters, that sort of stuff, right? Well, there's a new board in place, um, brand new board, um, and new executives are being appointed. I think just last week they may have appointed, was it last week? Yeah, a brand new CFO. Um, so the changes there meant that this summit was critically important for reestablishing at least at a vision level what the uh, vision of the NYDA is going to be. And perhaps that's where we should start the conversation before we even speak about the summit. And joining me is the uh, NYDA uh, board chairperson, Asanda Luwaka. Uh, Asanda, good morning. Let's start there. What, what is the vision of this new leadership, so to speak, cohort of the uh, NYDA? Yeah, no, thank you for having me on your show this morning. Um, so as as the board, um, as you correctly stated, we were appointed uh, by the president late last year. And so, you know, the, the, the vision and, you know, and our mission as a board during our term of office really is to ensure that we mission or, or rather we, we, we mainstream youth development um, issues into society through, you know, your stakeholder collaboration, as well as to facilitate and champion youth development with all sectors of society. Um, then the vision um, that, that, that we want to fulfill during our tenure is to really um, build an agency that is, um, that has capacity, that is capable, um, that is credible, and that is able to be responsive to the plight of, of young people. Yeah, um, and along with the NYDA comes a set, one comes a budget, and along that budget, you design a set mm-hmm. of programs, uh, and some of these programs are considered flagship programs, right? Mm-hmm. Talk to us about uh, what, what you think, at least at, at, at an implementation level in the medium term, will be the flagship set of programs of the NYDA. Yeah, so, you know, the, we as the board, I think we are really cognizant of the fact that, you know, South Africa is faced with complex um, challenges of poor economic participation, particularly amongst young people. And, you know, this poor uh, participation really inhibits, you know, the country's economic development and imposes, you know, a larger burden on the state to provide, you know, your social assistance. So so as the board, you know, one of the areas that we want to really upscale is to ensure that uh, we create um, a conducive environment for um, youth to participate in the mainstream economy. And that would be through, you know, your various interventions that we'll be putting in place, um, for instance, um, upscaling our um, targets in so far as um, youth-owned businesses are concerned, um, you know, us providing the necessary funding and assistance to those youth-owned businesses. But then also, you know, areas of education and skills development is a priority for us as, as support um, because we also understand, you know, the value add of, you know, young people who are skilled and educated. Um, but then also, I think we, we it would be a missed opportunity not to really have some initiatives to respond to, you know, what have been the effects, negative effects on the mental well-being of, of young people um, on the on the COVID-19 pandemic, you know. So, mm. you know, issues of mental health um, amongst the youth would, would also be a key area of focus for us. 
Yeah. Um, give us a call. The number to dial is uh, 011714-2006. If you have a question for Asanda, would like to participate in the conversation, the number is open. 011714-2006. Or you can WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. That's where you can send your voice notes. Uh, talk to us, Asanda, about the uh, summit uh, that was just had. It, it, I understand it to have been a strategy mm-hmm. summit. Um, am I understanding correct? And what, what were key outcomes of that summit? Yeah, no. So we, or rather, let me start like this. You know, in March last year, you know, there would have been a national consultation that was convened by the NYD. <clears throat> and within that summit, um, one of the areas that was resolved was that the NYD would give feedback reports about, you know, what had been the medium term implementation of the, the, the integrated youth development strategy that was adopted. Um, so the purpose then of the past summit, excuse <clears throat> me, that took place was, you know, therefore to, you know, to report back about, you know, what has been the progress um, in so far as um, the implementation of the strategy itself, you know. So the, the strategy is, is, is underscored by five pillars. We've got your education, skills development, and second chance as one of the pillars. Uh, we also have your economic participation, economic transformation, and jobs or job creation as another pillar. Uh, third pillar would, would speak to healthcare and mental health issues. Um, the fourth is nation building and social cohesion. And the last would be youth machinery and coordination. So within those particular pillars, um, you know, young people, you know, had robust discussions. But also what was interesting was, you know, discussions were solution oriented. So it yeah. wasn't just a summit wherein, you know, we are just lamenting on the challenges, but rather, you know, proposing, um, you know, solutions that can ultimately resolve those those challenges. And you would have, um, you know, your sector specialists um, that's speaking to us and providing um, their input on what could be some of those solutions. Yeah. Um, you know, and... and, and Again, like I when I prefaced when I start the conversation, uh, that the NYD has been uh, pl- um, plagued by a set of problems and, 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 and you know, a reputation that mm-hmm. is slanted along the line of it's inaccessible as an organization. It helps only but uh, young people who are politically involved with the ANC and all of that sort of stuff. Surely these are things that you're aware of um, uh, that you would have at least had to address uh, coming yeah. into the interviews and all of those sort of things uh, when you applied for this board chairperson position. Mm-hmm. Um, w- w- is, is there any efforts institutionally geared towards undoing that reputation and one, making sure that it becomes a, a, a open door and accessible institution? Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Um, <clears throat> you know, some of the perceptions we are alive to the fact that, you know, there are those perceptions that exist. And so, you know, as the board, what we've really had tried to inculcate is this idea of having an agency that is accessible. And, you know, when we speak about accessibility, um, you know, we do understand, you know, the, 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 the society that we, that we are part of, right? Yeah. So, you know, we've got a society that, has, that is divided by, you know, have and you have not. So, so it then becomes, you know, quite important for us as an agency to be agile and to ensure that whatever it is that we are doing, that we are able to speak to um, all corners of society and not leaving anyone. And so when, when, when we've got a huge emphasis on trying to reach, you know, areas that would have been historically neglected by, um, you know, government services and particularly your rural, your peri-urban societies and areas. And mm. so one of the strategies that we are implementing as a way of 
you know, ensuring that our products and services are accessible to those new areas is, you know, we're trying to use, you know, your outreach vehicles and mobile offices to reach young people that reside in new areas. Mm. Um, also, one of the strategies is to disseminate um, the NYD information using, you know, your information kiosks that are placed in areas where youth or young people frequent. You know, also another area is to ensure that we have more mobile offices um, that will be positioned across all provinces. Uh, we're looking at outreach activations in communities, schools, institutions of higher learning, as well as partnerships with community media, because we also understand that, um, you know, a, 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 a young person, for instance, you know, who would be listening to the radio might not necessarily have access to SSM, but, you know, mm. there would be a local radio station that we are trying to reach out to that young person yeah. and also speak to them in a language that resonates with them because we also understand that, you know, there are issues of language barriers that we are trying to to, 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 to span, you know, but also trying to establish, you know, your district offices um, in areas such as your pushback ridge, your Salim, and Tata, et cetera. As well as, you know, having stakeholder engagements with NGOs and private sector, um, you know, and also enhancing customer services um, and then our customer services um, through our call center as, as, as well as our toll free number. So, so they really are, I could go on and on yeah, about yeah. You know, some, of, some of the areas that we are trying to strengthen as yeah. a way of, you know, spanning that gap as it relates to accessibility of our products and services. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call. The number to dial is 011714-2006. Let's go to the line. Muloki and Kimberly, good morning. Uh, good morning, sir. And uh, good morning uh, to the lady there from the YNDA. I, I just want to address uh, not the negative aspects of the YNDA, but uh, to ask a few questions that why are things not happening in our country? When the ANC took over here in 1996, they came up with excellent frameworks, but these frameworks are not implementable. If I can just uh, mention the Pakistanis, the the Bangladeshis, the Somalis, the Ethiopians, they are given loans there in their countries to come here and to come and establish businesses. Now the joke is on us because this framework is available in South Africa. The CEDAS, the former business partners, CFAS, the NYDA, they have they have this to fund SMEs, but it is not happening. Uh, what is the reason? Because if I if I look at low hanging fruits like spaza shops in our townships, they are run by these four people, these these foreign nationals that I'm mentioning, and our youth are just idling here doing nothing. I mean, it's difficult for them to go to the YNDA with the business plan to say, hey, man, I want to establish my own spaza shop. Why are these things happening? That is just my question. Thank mm. you very much. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, Zabiri, out in Kotko, good morning. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay, sir, I just want to find out uh, from the lady, what was their discussion around the issue uh, of those uh, who are above 35? Uh, I, I just want to know, uh, did they discuss uh, the dustbin where they are going to throw them? Because uh, uh, the way uh, things are happening now, the economy is not pushed to a level of inclusivity, but it's pushed to a level of exclusivity, in particular uh, the male section of our, of our community, especially the black uh, uh, male. Because what is happening right now, if you check the economics of South Africa, it's like... Uh, the, the, the affirmative action that is now happening, 
it's more it, 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 it's not affecting uh, all other uh, all other races because if you can take the elders the elderly section of of the of the previous disadvantaged uh, advantaged communities is still advantaged and uh, when we check on our side we are now recyclers we are taken out of uh, uh, even the domestic works we, we can no longer find it is very difficult uh, it's no longer uh, fair yeah the yeah discrimination is no longer fair we are feeling it yeah i think you you yeah i think yeah, th- 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 go outside your door there you I, I can guarantee you when i meet a person who's over 35 who's busy on the dusty yeah that is what they want yeah uh, so yeah chabiri your your questions well captured over there um raymond out in zanin good morning hi thank you for taking my call sir and uh also catching to your guest as well uh, uh thank you so basically my take is like now if you look at the current uh, situation uh, where uh, at the county where we're going through now with unemployment uh, in all this uh failure in, in all business our people are failing business I think some of these things they attribute to what uh, the after effects of the failure from these uh, entities such as NYDA. I'll give you for example. You know, uh, it's not always a case that people uh, need money to succeed in business. Uh, because now, like your NYDA, they don't have uh, an adequate uh, plan in place whereby they can be able to assist these, uh, uh, you know, these entrepreneurs, the young people. For example. You know, many people went into their office uh, applying funding. You find that uh, person A goes there, he applies funding because he wants to open a, 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 a tech shop or a retail shop so that he can be able to get funds to, to, you know, to purchase a stock. Another one is a manufacturer. You know, he, he goes there to ask for money to be able to access the market. So if you look at all that pattern, if these people had a system in place whereby they're able to create a database of those people, whereby they're able to link them together, so that those people among themselves, they can trade together. So that sort of infrastructure, it could reduce the cost of doing business and it could make things even much easier. But unfortunately, these entities, what they do, they come with what you call copy and paste, you know, so-called business plan. You know, they don't come up with their, their own tailor-made system, which, you know, can cater those people who live in those areas. So for me, this entity, I would say, like, for example, now, uh, you know, what they are saying they still don't have a detailed plan as to yeah. how are they going to address these issues. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call, Raymond. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, let's maybe start. There seems to be quite a lot, uh, Asanda, of course, pointing to the fact that young people come to the NYDA or various other funds. It's not an NYDA-specific problem um, and do not receive help. Um and the problem with evidence is that it's always anecdotal, right? So it's like I know mm-hmm. of somebody who went to the NYDA and they didn't get help. And so that's the prevailing perception that becomes. Let's maybe speak to the numbers. H- how many young businesses uh, have has the NYDA assisted? Um, and to what value has the NYDA assisted those businesses? And how successful are some of those businesses? Yeah, no, thank you for that question. Um, maybe if I can just respond to the three questions from, from your speakers. Um, and then and I want to emphasize this because, you know, one of the, 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 the underlying um, principle here is that, you know, what, what, what the NYDA, the, the, the Integrated Youth Development Summit, sought to, to address was this issue 
of having an uncoordinated and uncoherent approach as it relates to youth development, right? Mm. So in the past, what happened was that, you know, you'd have a situation where, you know, different entities are pulling in different directions and operating in silos. So hence, you know, the, the effect is not as, as, as seen or felt as it would have, you know, had there been some sort of, you know, collaboration. But but just to really um, hone in on, on the question, um, the first question was really about, um, you know, your, your, the funding, um, particularly, you know, your, and, and I want to link this to, you know, your financial development institutions. And one of the resolutions that came out of our summit was the need to break down barriers that make youth unable to access, you know, business funding. Yeah. So in other words, what we want to encourage, is, you know, from the financial development institutions is the need for them to review the criteria that they have to access business funding. Um, and it doesn't mean that you do not seek access, but the problem is, is, is you know, the skewed selection criteria that are exclusive in, in, in their nature, you know. So how do we break down the barriers? How do we reduce the red tape so that young um, qualifying beneficiaries are able to, to get that necessary um, assistance? Then there was a question around, you know, targeting young people above or people above 35 years. So, so our mandate is quite clear insofar as, you know, we only cater to um, youth that are between, you know, the youth bracket. So that would, you know, in the main be anyone who is between 18 and 35. However, you know, what we, there is the, the perception that we are throwing those past 35 in the dustbin is not entirely true because, you know, we, the fact that we do have collaborative partnerships with the various departments um, would assist us to, you know, um, one, we won't be able to, to assist a person who's above 35, but we can definitely, um, you know, direct them to the relevant um, departments as well as entities that would be of better assistance and whose mandates speak to those who are above 35. Unfortunately, yeah. our is kept at that. Yeah. And then the last question was from um, Raymond from Zanin. Um, uh, you know, adequate plans to assist, you know, entrepreneurs. So on this part, you know, there was, there was a lot that Raymond spoke about. However, I want to just also emphasize this point that at the NYDA, you know, we provide a range of, you know, financial as well as non-financial support um, to, you know, businesses. You know, we've got issue, we've got um, products such as, you know, mentorship or services such as your mentorship programs. You know, we've got business consultancy services. We also create an assist in market linkages wherein a person who has a business that comes out of our um, trainings, we are able to provide them with the necessary market so that we don't just, um, they don't just fall through the cracks, but they're able to access those particular markets. Yeah. Uh, we also have business management training, um, as well as, you know, your youth cooperative development programs, you know. Those are just the non-financial um, um, products and services that we have. So, so really, in the main, um, what we do try is, is offer a range of products <clears throat> that will be tailor-made to suit that the specific needs of a particular business. Because you understand that one business person might not necessarily want, you know, mentorship or, or business management training. They already have that. You know, what they would require is funding. But equally, on the other side, we don't just offer funding without ensuring that that particular person would have the skill set to manage the finances properly. Um, right. and so how, many, how, many, how many businesses in the last financial year that you guys assist uh, in, in terms of funding? So that's the, the 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 businesses would have been broken down into various targets because we've got your um your your you've got our voucher program um which you know the the, the range there 
um, goes from you know six thousand to about nineteen thousand. You know, but we also have your 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 not just a voucher program, but um, your your jobs program. So as it relates to you know how many people we would have. Um, assisted financially in the last year, it would be difficult to, to say because those targets would have been broken down into the various sub-programs. Okay. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Asanda. Really, really do appreciate it. That is Asanda Luwaka, who's the NYDA chairperson. Thank you so much for your calls on that. It's 11 o'clock. Time for the news.